are the sisters that bring you Insta Mamas, the podcast where we talk everything from foster care to adoption to healthy, clean living, motherhood, and everything in between. Thanks for listening. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Insta Mamas. I'm so excited. We're going to be talking about kind of some fun things we did to stay active this summer and say goodbye to summer, but then also talk about kind of our fall bucket list and some uh, cheap or very inexpensive uh, ways to have fun this fall. First, I uh, just want to check in with us about our weight loss and some of our, we both have some kind of exciting news about our weight loss. So I, Natalie, um, hit my 50 pound goal this last Woo-hoo! week. So I'm really, really excited. I've been kind of hovering really close to 50 pounds for like a month and I was like, come on, let's break through. So I'm really excited about that. And Rachel has an announcement. Uh, I made it to Wonderland this week. Those of you who don't know what Wonderland is, it's um, just when you make it into the 100s weight-wise. And I haven't been there in like four years, so it's been pretty exciting. So how much weight have you lost? So I've lost 38 pounds. Wow, that's amazing. And so yeah, just focusing on just the positive things and um, we're kind of both at the point in our weight loss where it's starting to slow down. Mm-hmm. In the beginning when you change your habits, like it happens really fast and you lose a lot of weight at first, but this is kind of the where things get hard and you have to remember why. And so I'm just remembering, I'm doing this for my baby girl, for my family, to be healthy. And uh, Rachel's doing this for my daughter. Mm-hmm. Well, and the funny thing is, is it's fall, so like all the fun treats. So I made like pumpkin spice donuts. They're keto. I make them with coconut flour and monk fruit and all that yummy stuff. But still, I feel like that's slowing down my weight loss a little bit and so much dairy. I think people can make the mistake of being on keto and eating a lot of dairy because it's allotted Mm -hmm. and so that's one thing this week I'm gonna focus on like today when I made a salad I wanted to sprinkle some cheese on it and I'm just like no you can be totally satisfied eating the salad with no cheese so (laughs) yep so yeah as we move into the season we have to be conscious of why we do things and because weight loss is mindset and not just weight loss but living well and living healthy it's mindset obviously there's like some tips and tricks for staying healthy and eating the right things but it's so about your mindset, okay? So um, just a couple fun, free things uh, that Rachel and I did together this summer. Um, we got to go to a balloon festival. Um, our town every single year brings all these hot air balloons and um, hundreds of people go to the park to see them and they do really early morning um where you can go see all the balloons lit up and, and there's music and lots of people, but there was also food there and food trucks and all kinds of stuff. So um, what's your tip, Rachel, when you go to like, um, you know, events in the park, like free concerts and those kinds of things, they get you in in the door free, but then they have all these like, you know, donut stands and those mm-hmm. kinds of things. Well, and as a single mom, sometimes I think that I want to, like, overcompensate. And so I want to give her all the treats and give her all the goodies. And But then I don't want to teach my daughter at a young age that food equals fun, you know. Like, mm-hmm. um, if I have fun, I need to get something good. Now, every once in a while, 
getting an ice cream or going somewhere that's not going to kill her and when we go on hikes i let her have those granola bars which i normally don't do because they're full of junk and sugar and of course at church people always sneak her cookies even though I'm like, <laughs> all the grandmas like bring cookies every week yeah and, and like, they sneak ah. her cookies and i just have to bite my tongue because i'm like oh okay but um because for the most part she eats really healthy and because her behavior is directly affected so what we did is we ate before we came and then we packed a bunch of goodies. So I do intermittent fasting, so I didn't need to eat, but I wasn't feeling tempted to eat either because I was in good company and I was able to share that with my sis and my daughter. Mm-hmm. But I packed her cucumbers and blueberries and applesauce and I always have that stuff on hand and and canned olives. It doesn't have to be an expensive thing. Yeah. I buy frozen blueberries because buying them fresh can be really spendy and she eats a lot of them. Um, and that right now I have all the applesauce in the world because Natalie just made me applesauce with her apples from her own apple tree. I know. And people, okay, applesauce, I don't eat apples right now just because I will in maintenance mode but not while I'm losing weight. But oh my gosh, that is a labor of love. I was up in that tree like picking and almost died like five times because I'm really bad at climbing a ladder apparently. And then I was like, oh, I'm going to make, this is going to make so much applesauce. I had like buckets. And then like after you core them and cut them and cook them you're like it's like one cup of applesauce (laughs) (laughs) so um but it does make me feel really good when ariana is eating that and it's like oh but well another story is i had an auntie day with her the other day and i was like oh i'm gonna spoil her and take her for ice cream and i didn't have any ice cream um just this i just know i'm gonna get sick if i eat anything sugar so i just don't even it doesn't tempt me as much as it used to but i was like oh i'm gonna do this fun thing and she's gonna love it uh total mistake the lady just gave her a ton i asked for the smallest one um, she gave her the biggest one and like while Ariana was looking the other way I like took a napkin and like scooped half of it off <laughs> and then she like kind of looked at me like I'd broken her heart but anyways but I'm like this little girl cannot eat this much ice cream she's gonna get sick but even the little amount she did eat she was crazy the whole rest of the day she would not get in her car seat she's usually really good at listening but I swear the sugar just made her crazy so <laughs> well yeah and I make everything with monk fruit or erythrophobia how do you say it? I can never say erythritol, erythritol. They put it in toothpaste. But, <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, and then just filling it with fun stuff like going for walks and the live music. We did a lot of live music this mm-hmm. summer because our town almost every weekend has live music somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's not always like you know you get what you pay for sometimes, but a lot of it is the experience, and you just have to be patient. Like we had to wait a long time. To get out of the you know parking and you just have to expect to walk a lot and I'll tell you six months ago I would not be as comfortable walking and doing all this stuff and so I get to enjoy these things sitting on the ground those kinds of things are much more enjoyable because of the weight loss and so anyways yeah. we did a lot of fun stuff like that um, well, yeah. and those events we like to park far away one you don't have to pay for parking when you yep, find save money. but then also it's a good workout and I carry our I carry my daughter on my back in a in the Lenny Lamb. Lenny Lambs are really awesome if you ever mm-hmm. are looking for a carrier. That's one of my favorite ones. Yeah. Well, and there's just lots of free stuff. And I know a lot of things like is revolved around food and like our family fo- culture is revolved around food a lot. And so just trying to change that and 
and not eating at 10 o'clock at night, you know, eating earlier. And that's why I love barbecues because with a ketosis eating, you can have hamburgers and hot and dogs. Hot dogs. If they and, don't have like all the added stuff in them. Yeah, you just gotta be careful. But you can bring your own hot dogs. And I always make um, like a fake potato salad with cauliflower. Oh, it's so good. And it, it's, it's actually pretty good. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, I was going to say, I lost my train of thought, Natalie. Uh, sometimes our train of thought never left the station. <laughs> All right, when if you come back to it. Another cool thing about where we live, and if you live anywhere near like a college or university, cultural days, they'll do like Hispanic Day, or like we went to a Japanese festival, which was really fun. And uh, just ex- Yeah, but it was like full of white people. Like there was barely any <laughs> Japanese people. people. <laughs> I was like, what is this? <laughs> well, you know, we do live in, you know, uh, pretty uh, white state so anyways it happens but it was cool because there were a lot of cultural activities and you can support local like cultural vendors so we did that um and then your library we'll talk more about the library because that's like a life-saving grace when you come to winter and you can't be outside and well Well, and the truth is every town is different i Mm -hmm. think we're just really lucky yeah the problem is when you're in a rural town what are parents supposed to do you know Mm -hmm. i think that's going to be hard um so what we do is is the lake i mean um try to find a body of water near where you live lake days even if you have to um, we found a really nice lake it cost a few dollars to park but then we brought all our own food and stayed there all day and um yeah and it was it was really fun yeah, that was really fun. And also parks. It doesn't even have to be a park with a toy structure. It's funny. I think people think that kids need that kind of stuff. But find a park with trees. Kids don't climb in trees anymore. Mm-hmm. And climbing trees is was such a part of my childhood. It makes me sad to think that a lot of kids don't know how to climb trees. Mm-hmm. And so one thing we've done is we go explore our town and find parks and hiking trails and let me tell you hiking is free and you can let your child run ahead of you and they're safe they're it's not this big crowd where you're worried they're gonna get snatched up when you're on a hike you can kind of give them a little bit more freedom to explore and guess what hikes are free and you can still hike even in the fall mm-hmm. i mean we went up to the mountains this weekend and it snowed which I know. was kind of interesting and hard on my daughter but oh, yeah. we and you know what we don't do chuck e cheese chuck e cheese is extremely expensive my daughter has sensory processing issues and so that kind of stuff just is sensory overload we don't do movies and i never really did movies before because you're sitting there and you're paying a lot of money to just sit there and i'm probably coming off as like really legalistic because as your kids get older those are fun things that your kids would enjoy i like taking my teenagers to the movies that's something they really enjoy yeah but i think sometimes as parents we just think we need to fill their days and weeks and everything up but really i think what we've kind of lost as a culture is just kind of being present with our kids Mm -hmm. and so finding activities where you can really just be present with your kids a picnic in the park you're sitting down you're enjoying a meal together a healthy meal you know you're not at a loud restaurant where people are and there's tvs i hate that there's tvs at every restaurant mm-hmm. now it's like i just want to sit and talk to people mm-hmm. and so but um kind of on the lines of movies too is you know you pay 
$11 to get in, then you pay all this money for the crappy food, and then the movie might not even be great, whereas you could just get your laptop in the backyard with a tent or some blankets. You don't even have to have, like, a projection movie screen. Mm -hmm. And actually, back to the library, my library, you can actually rent a projector. Yeah, our library is so cool. We rented our first podcast stuff from there. <laughs> so you can take the library. start our podcast. <laughs> we rented a podcast kit from the library. I mean, so the yeah. why don't people take it? advantage of the library more i think they think it's just a bunch of books but the which is also awesome but yeah but i mean how cool it is is it if it's a cold winter day especially because now all the stuff we've been talking about is mostly stuff you can do in the summertime yeah and i in mostly free stuff but there's mm -hmm. some things that cost a little bit of money but it's still not that expensive um garage sailing I know those of you that have like car seat kids, it's kind of hard, but like if you give each kid like even five bucks, you're like, you guys each have five bucks and we're going to go to five garage sales and you know, you can map it out ahead of time, get the good ones and then get the multifamily ones. That's the ticket. Well, and I like to hit those neighborhood garage sales like, mm -hmm. and Facebook is a huge resource for that. If you aren't looking in your Facebook events then do that more often or mm -hmm. follow mom pages on Facebook. Don't be afraid to put yourself out there and get kind of creative on how to find mm -hmm. activities that are going to be free and affordable. Yeah. And then if you are going to want to spend the money on an activity, what I do is I kind of budget out this is how much I can spend on my daughter a month and I prioritize what I want to do. So I'm not going to want to spend 20 bucks on a movie because she doesn't really sit through movies anyways. Um, when that eats up half my budget, when I could use that money to take her to the zoo. We have a zoo here that is mm -hmm. all about conservation and helping animals. And they're, it's not like the zoos where the animals are in these horrible captivities. It's very humane. And so things like that. Yeah, and uh, you know, and actually our zoos open all year round, which is cool. Some aren't because um, we have a lot of indoor enclosures, and it's really fun to go see the penguins in the middle of winter. Oh yeah, they're so cute. Um, but one last thing about summer before we move on to fall is, <laughs> Rachel and I went to um, something called a ten dollar cart sale. So just like oh my god, just search your area for like thrifty things. So basically, one of the local um, charity like thrift shops has their like outlet center and. I was expecting to go to like a thrift shop and fill as much stuff in a cart as pop. That is not what this thing is. Oh my god! It is gosh. not for the faint of heart. It is not. And people, it was kind of crazy. People are in there with their gloves that go up to their elbows and it smelled kind of horrible. But <laughs> Natalie found um, a club and was using like it a to like, because it was just boxes, like boxes that came up to your chest just filled with stuff. And it like, wasn't organized by type yeah. of thing. It wasn't, some of it was like just garbage up if in there. If you found a shoe, you might find it in a couple boxes down. The other shoe, we found so many coffee pots, but that had no lids or no rest of them. <laughs> we, I mean, it was so funny, but we found enough stuff. So Natalie's super resourceful. I mean, we found a painting, we found some other stuff, and she was able to make about how much profit? I didn't sell everything, because some of the stuff we like got for ourselves, obviously we like bleached everything and mm -hmm. made it clean afterwards, but like, yeah. just the stuff I sold, and I didn't sell everything that was in the $10 cart, I made like 50 bucks. Yeah. So. <laughs> so there's her fun money. Yeah. You have to have fun money in your budget. I mean, we work too hard 
to be so And rigid. it was funny. We were like laughing the entire we, time. Oh gosh. And then you should have seen our cart. It was piled. And Rice is like, I'm not gonna be that person that like piled their cart so high and looks yeah. so good. <laughs> and then like, we were totally that person. And I was like, oh my gosh, people don't look at us. Like <laughs> but, but we got like two children's chairs and mm-hmm. so much stuff. It was yeah. crazy. So I couldn't believe how it was, much stuff. It was definitely a treasure hunt. We were there for a couple hours, like there was lots of garbage to sw- switch to what's the word I'm trying to say sift through. sift through and I had my golf club and I was like next Rachel time we're be- taking gloves yeah like, next time we're in a I don't want to catch scabies digging through those boxes <laughs> one then I Rachel would be like a couple rows down and I'd hold something up with my golf club and like, <laughs> do we want this and she'd be like yeah there's room in the cart and oh my gosh yeah it was it was really fun but it's just like a hoarder's dream I know yeah it's kind of picking but probably a step down from that I, I don't know it was really fun but just just find things that maybe that you didn't even think to do because I know as a mom a lot of times it's really hard to like think of stuff to do Mm -hmm. and so if you have I had a mom friend who had their summer bucket list and her and her kids together made a list and it and when my my niece was staying with me this summer and we kind of did the same thing um where we just sat down we had we went down to a coffee shop and and you know I treated her I said what are like your 20 things that you just want to do so badly while you're here. And obviously, so this doesn't, this isn't a promise list. It doesn't mean yeah. you're going to do everything. Um, and there's tons, like you can type in summer bucket list and there's all these free things um, and all these cost things. But then we, we did most of them. So it was really fun. And some of them were simple as like ride a bike to, you know, and get coffee. And so we rode our bikes to get, you know, coffee is something she's really into because she just turned 13 and it's mm-hmm. the coolest thing. So all right, let's transition. Rachel, can you just tell us you are amazing when it comes to um, when it comes to things to do in the fall, and you with all the different foster kids, you're always like taking these amazing pictures of beautiful fall, um, autumn days, and so just kind of talk a little bit about what you love to do in the fall. Your fall bucket list. Well, that's one thing is the kids and I we love to go on walks. Find a beautiful park that you can go on a walk. And that's the thing is, last fall, I had kids ranging from one years old to 16. And so, <laughs> and then a four-year-old and a nine-year-old and two Everything in between. So everything in between. So it's how do you find activities. Um, one of the things we did is we went and took a walk down by the lake and the leaves were falling and we took lots and lots of pictures and we took a picnic lunch and we just spent the whole day there. And I didn't have to spend any money because we packed in our own lunch and we laughed at the picnic table and... Then we stopped at the park and they played on the play equipment. And then another thing we did is... So you could do like a fall fat. If you have older kids, it's really fun. Little ones, it's kind of hard to make them do anything. But Mm -hmm. um, you could be like, okay, you guys get dressed up in your cutest fall outfits. We're going to do a photography day and just like... And then the kids are like, oh, and they're going to pose and do all this stuff. Oh, yeah. My teenagers loved doing that. They loved posing for pictures. And my one teenager, she was actually really talented with photography. And that's another thing is you can rent a really nice camera from From most libraries our libraries you can rent like professional grade cameras Mm -hmm. um so that's just kind of something another thing we do is we collected leaves and my little one my little all right my daughter right now she loves leaves she stops and gets all these leaves (laughs) so you could just bring a bag and say okay here's your leaves we're gonna collect and then another thing we did was um we climbed trees and 
we skipped rocks in the river and we collected rocks and then we'd bring the rocks home and we'd paint them. And then of course, our biggest thing was the pumpkin patch. Mm -hmm. And the pumpkin patch is just one of those things where you are gonna spend a lot of money Mm -hmm. because you wanna get the apple cider. And the nice thing is at our pumpkin patch, the apple cider is just apples. Mm -hmm. So you don't feel guilty about giving that to your kids because it literally is a fall tree and it's just apples. Now I like to save half of it and put it in the crock pot and then put in some mold wine in there and that's a really good treat but Mm. not everyone does that not when you're on keto either yeah oh yeah not on keto oh yeah this year i guess uh in moderation yeah so none of that well then there's um there's also plan the money you're gonna spend and then Mm -hmm. don't do all the extra food things like the elephant ears and the you know the cool thing about uh one of our places that does the pumpkin patch is once you get in there's a bunch of like free type activities and my friend was telling she's like my toddlers just like wanted to play in the corn there was like um some like corn Mm -hmm. you could play with or little cheesy carnival games um you know and as the kids get older they kind of like to do kind of the more fun stuff the corn mazes in the haunted houses and i feel like you could put money aside for that and plan ahead Mm -hmm. and once the i take cash So once the cash is gone, it's gone, and I don't go to the ATM or I don't use my debit card because then you're just going to be stressed out later and be like, oh, I spent way too much money. And it's good for the kids to know that, too. Like You can't get everything, Mm -hmm. and a day at the pumpkin patch is fun. And now it's a little bit different with older ones, but since I have a toddler, those pumpkins at the pumpkin patch are expensive. Expensive. They're like twice as much as the store-bought pumpkins. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, you're supporting a small and local business. So a lot of times what I do is I will let my kids get one treat from the patch and when I've had teenagers and stuff. And it's usually the pumpkin donuts is what they really like. Which yeah. is funny because I make my own keto pumpkin donuts. So my kids aren't missing out. <laughs> but when you have a little one like my toddler is we buy our pumpkins from the local grocery store. We'll probably get them from Winco, and they're a third of the price of they are at the pumpkin patch. And then the pumpkin patch has those tiny, tiny little pumpkins, you know? The little ones that are, like, the size of... What would you say they're the size of? Like Like a baseball. Baseball. Mm -hmm. And I let her go pick a couple of those out, because they're usually, like, one or two dollars at the pumpkin patch. And we still go explore. And then don't you guys paint them instead of carving them? Yes, and we paint them instead of carving them. I always let my teenagers carve them, but with my little ones, they paint their pumpkins because... Uh, Rachel, like, traumatized me as a child because we were... Okay, first of all, she was holding the pumpkin like a baby, like, in her arms, and she was cutting the pumpkin toward herself. Okay, can I just say that I was like 12 years old? This didn't happen like last year. (laughs) She was 12 and then like she cut herself so badly and I cannot handle blood, you guys. That's going to be the hardest thing for me about being a mom is blood. I don't know how y'all handle it. Maybe comment on my Instagram ways to help yourself. But anyways, I... Oh yeah, anyways, sorry. It's making me sick thinking about it. Oh gosh, it was like She was screaming cut and then none of us finished cutting our pumpkins and then after that didn't mom buy us those like cheesy like plastic knives you well i don't think i was ever allowed to carve a pumpkin after that until my adult years and then i carved my own pumpkin (laughs) our sister becca and her husband create like these gorgeous professional carvings they're so Mm -hmm. pretty but so we just paint them and i use acrylic paints for my pumpkin like Mm -hmm. i make it really pretty and then i use um 
what I do with my youngest is I put paint inside. Um, I mix it up with uh, shaving cream, and oh, it makes fun. like a puffy paint. And before, now this year, I'm pretty sure she'd be really good at using the paintbrushes, but last year she was just barely one, and so she used the puff paint to kind of finger paint her pumpkin, and that was a really fun thing. Also, just having fall get-togethers. So mm -hmm. every year what I do is with my friends, and I'm in a new place now, so I don't really know how, what that's going to look like, but I would invite my friends over for a little fall party, and we turn on Halloween music and have them dance to the fun little songs. We do a little parade of them in their costumes, and then we would have them decorate cookies or decorate... And then it also come Christmas time, which that's later, I'd kind of do the same thing and have a little Christmas party. And so when um, I know like some some people don't celebrate Halloween, they like they'll do a harvest thing instead. But um, you had a really clever idea for dealing with candy around. Um, oh, yes. And I heard this on another podcast, something Well, they were talking about what do you do with the Halloween candy? And some people give their kids like 10 cents for every candy that they turn in or they, so what we do is the switch witch, and I know some people are a little like, ooh, you know, against witches, but I mean, that never, that stuff doesn't really bother me. So um, what they do is they, t they tell the switch witch something that they've been really, really wanting, like a big toy, whether it's a Lego set or just like a toy they've been really wanting. And if they put their candy on the back porch on Halloween night, then the next day, the switch witch will come and take the candy, kind of like the tooth fairy, and leave a present. Oh, that's fun. Well, and see, it's like, it seems like, oh, that's so cruel, taking candy away from a baby. But, but okay, what's also cruel is I've noticed these kids, uh, as a teacher, even like high school teacher, the day after Halloween was horrible because it was like everyone had a candy hangover and like they all were miserable. And then I, at the end of the day, there'd be candy wrappers all over my classroom. It drove me nutter butters. Um, so it's, I mean, it's like, an, it's a positive way to reinforce that this holiday, it doesn't have to be about candy. This, mm -hmm. you know, it can be about fun and, um, we could probably start talking a little bit about, um, we're going to do another, uh, podcast later on about, um, family traditions and food and how to survive the holidays because the next several holidays are about food. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we'll, we'll focus more on that, but, um, just with Thanksgiving and those kinds of things, I wanted to talk about volunteering. Um, I've noticed the way to, if your kids are kind of grumbly because the weather is crappy and mm -hmm. they're waking up before the sun and we're grumpy too. Um, I've noticed a thing that, that, um, cures the grumpies and cures like kind of that, like selfish, you know, we all get that way sometimes, especially when it's cold. We're all kind of grumpy and like, I want this and I want... It's volunteering. And we can volunteer any time of the year. Like, you mm -hmm. know, it doesn't have to just be... Um, you know, and our church culture is very much like everyone serves. Like, if whatever you're good at, that's what you help the church with. You know, so that should be... That's a normal part of our, our family life. But then there's lots of really cool opportunities um, in the fall to do specific things. And so um, you could do like go through your closets and do like you could even do a clothing swap with your friends. Um, so it's kind of sustainable. You're it's not really a volunteer thing, but you're helping each other out. You know, like you're getting rid of stuff you don't want and they're getting stuff they get rid of stuff they don't want and then 
what we do after we're done with the clothing swap is take it to like the women's shelter and donate all this. And we only bring nice stuff because you're bringing it to your own friend's house. So you don't want to bring like your crappy like t-shirt you've had for 17 years. Like mm -hmm. you bring good stuff that you just don't wear anymore. Well, and my kids and I, my kids loved walking the dogs at the Humane Society. Oh, yeah. I mean, they'd cry when we wouldn't bring a dog home. Every time, like, like, we need to bring, what's I, that story? Oh, yeah. We were one time at the Humane Society, and my 16-year-old at the time, there was a three-legged dog there, and she just fell in love with him and she would not leave that dog <laughs> and the humane society was like closing and she was like please can we get this dog she's like we always bring in misfits and i was like you always taking kids like this why can't we take a dog and i said i've never taken in a three-legged kid <laughs> <laughs> oh i bet she loved that oh, oh she was gosh. so mad i think she was like legit mad at me that i did not bring this dog home but i'm like dude i have five kids i don't need a dog on top of that don't get me wrong. I love dogs. I can't wait to own, to have one one day, but not right now. It is just not in the cards for me right now. Another cool thing our auntie does with her um, kids is they collect, um, and you can like call around to like different businesses and stuff and be like, hey, do you have like gloves or socks you want to donate? And uh, then they would take them to where, you know, obviously be safe and and do it in a safe way. Yeah, but and do it in a group so you have more than one, not just you and your kids. Like, as a single mom, I wouldn't just take myself and my daughter down under the bridge and give to socks to homeless people. But, yeah, you got to take a group of people and and or find an organization in your town that helps homeless people because it is getting cold. And, and think about how we're blessed to have, you know, warm homes and, and sweaters to wear and things oh, like that. Oh, cold drives are awesome. Well, and Facebook, I mean... Post on your Facebook. I personally don't have a Facebook page, but I know uh, most people do. Just post on your Facebook. Hey, I'm collecting coats for a coat drive. Does anybody have any coats they want to donate that are in good shape? Or I'm collecting blankets for the homeless. Does anybody have blankets they want to donate? And so... I mean, that's just an easy way to collect stuff and get her done. Yeah, and um, another thing I think that I'm trying to work on at, in um, that we've kind of moved away from in our culture is just opening our homes to people. Like, just let people come in and be a part of your home. Yeah, mm -hmm. maybe you have some laundry that is hanging out on a chair. Or maybe, you know, I think moms are so isolated and so... Like, especially stay-at-home moms, but even working moms, you come home from a long day of work and you don't want to clean your house to have people over. But most of us, I think if we just accepted each other as how we actually live, like, mm -hmm. guess what? I live with papers on the counter. And that's not just because I was busy today. It's, like, almost always that. <laughs> I have my, like, paper counter and I need to clean it and I know oh, I do. So do I. But, you know, um, just... You know, put on a pot of coffee or some hot apple cider or something and just... Well, some wine. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and just let your friends come in and be in your space. And just... I My friends that are comfortable with their little bit of mess, you know, because most of us are not, you know, living in squalor and filth, you know? Like, yeah. And we're like, oh, and we look around and we think people are going to judge us, but they really aren't. Just, um, just to open your home and just be happy and, you know... Uh, to be together and not have it all around cookies and cakes. And guess what? We can have just as much fun just talking and enjoying our lives and letting our kids play with some dominoes on the ground, you know, as we could, you know. Yeah, and, you know, you just have to make that effort because I work full-time. I have a long day. And last week I got invited. We got invited to a friend's house for dinner. And at the beginning of the day, I was like, man, I'm really looking forward to this, but I'm also kind of really tired. I wish I could just go home and veg out on the couch and sleep. 
but we had the best time. And mm-hmm. I said, no, I want to make this effort because I want to hang out with people that I love and I want to be around people and I need that socialization. Otherwise, I'm just going to isolate myself and get depressed. It's like this double-edged sword. Like, we get depressed because we're not hanging out with people um, but then we think that we're too tired and depressed to hang out with people, you know? Yeah. And but we had the best time and her husband played guitar and it was beautiful oh, it was so and fun. we got to hang out and our babies got to play with each other and it was just, it was a good time together mm-hmm. and I could have missed out because I could have texted her and been like, oh, sorry, I'm really tired. But instead you make that effort and then it's worth the yeah. effort. And a lot of moms understand they, you know, that's the other thing is being gracious with our mom's friends. Like uh, you know, I've been trying to get together with a friend of mine and it just has not worked out. And I'm not, I mean, I don't even have my baby in my arms right now. You know, she is, we're working on adopting her and hopefully we'll have some news on that front very soon. Yes. But, you know, even me being like having tons and tons of time, it's hard to make it work. And so sometimes I just text my friend and say, hey, do you want me to come and just like while you're folding laundry, let's hang out, you know, yeah. and like, and while you're feeding the chickens or whatever it is you do, you know, like, let's just be friends and Let's not let the cold, depressing, short days make us cold and depressing in our hearts. Mm-hmm. And also, like, keep your kids busy. Yeah, that's the other thing. They get not depressed, but, I mean, some of them do, but, like, grumpy. And mm-hmm. if we're just letting them sit and veg all the time, we're, none of us are going to feel good. So it and is we, harder to get out. You, you have to, when raising your kids intentionally, they learn by seeing, not by being told. So if I say, oh, in the wintertime, we need to still be active and we need to be doing this, and but then you're sitting on the couch watching Netflix half the day, then what are your kids going to want to do? So, so, yeah, so um, one last tip, your library. I know we've talked about it like four times in this podcast. Look at your local library. They Ours has every Sunday, there's like three different fitness classes for free, Zumba, mm-hmm. yoga, and I think they do one other one, and it's all ages, so you can bring your kids. It's totally like non-judgmental because it's not like a gym where you pay for a membership or something and they do all kinds of fun stuff they do reading programs for kids and teenagers there's like a teen zone at ours where they can go and like just hang out with other nerdy teens well even just going to your library and reading to your kids like Mm -hmm. getting out of the house and i know that is a lot of work believe me it takes Mm -hmm. me like 10 hours to dress my child yeah like she should live in a nudist colony because (laughs) she she always clothes so i'm just like I know how hard it is. I know how hard it is. But yeah. And sometimes having an accountability partner being like, or, you know, even like um, a young adult from the, you know, we have a church that has tons of young adults, but being like, you know, just invite one of your single friends or one of your friends that don't have kids because then they can be a second person to chase after your toddlers. Oh, yeah. I'm a single mom, but when I'm with Natalie, it's like having my... Natalie's like my awesome partner who tag teams me with my baby. Yeah, she's like, you go get her this time. Okay. Yeah, so it's great. And, you know, um, living healthy is about your mind and your body. And so, you know, use your library. They have activity classes and all kinds of fun stuff. And dance it out. Mm -hmm. Seriously, if you feel like you've been sitting for too long and you don't really have a planned activity, I put YouTube on and... (laughs) Honestly, my mix that I like to play is 90s R&B. And Ariana and I, we just dance it out. So if we've been being sedentary and I notice that she's destroying my house board by board and I'm just like, I don't really know what to do with you right now. It's cold outside. I don't feel like going outside. I'll get up and I'm like, okay, let's dance it out. 
and just get your blood moving, you know, little things. If you guys have any more fall bucket list tips for staying healthy and being um, not spending a ton of money, uh, please hit us up on Instagram. I'm Natalie underscore clean living 1990 and I'm fostering health 89 and just tell us your ideas i put a post today said what's your fall bucket list what do you want to get done this season and instead of you know i get so depressed uh when winter's on its way because i love summer but i'm like okay no find things that keep your mind healthy and your body healthy during this time so um thank you so much for joining us on today's podcast it's been a blast um, we talked for 35 minutes somehow. And we were planning trying. on talking like 10 minutes because right now we have to have, um, we have the interview coming up. Yeah, we have some friends. So I'm thinking so. we might just be posting a couple, um, episodes in the future where we try to make time for it. So we're still working this out. Anyways, my hair looks terrible. Why are but you filming me? We, <laughs> I like to do behind the scenes on Instagram where you can see the no makeup and no hair done. Oh my gosh. Well, anyway, so we are so, so grateful for all of you guys following and listening along. And um, we love you a ton. See you next week. Thank you for listening.